This is JFDI with the two Lauras. In today's bonus episode, we're diving into threads. We're going to be talking about what it is, how it works, and whether it works as a platform for businesses. We're going to be covering it all. And we know you've probably got tons of questions about all things threads, and you're probably going to want to get answers to those. So we'd love to invite you to come and hang out with us in our free community. It's called the Social Media Managers Hub, and we opened it as a space for all freelance social media managers to connect and chat about working in this crazy social media world. To find the group, all you need to do is to search for the Social Media Managers Hub on Facebook or go directly to the socialmediamanagershub.com and then just request to join and we'll let you in and we can continue chatting all things threads. We are the two Lauras and we're here in your ears every Tuesday sharing tips and advice for freelance social media managers so you can build a profitable business you love working in. But we couldn't let a brand new social media platform launch without recording an episode for you. We wanted to share this with you as quickly as we could so we're doing something different to usual Consider this a bonus episode as we are recording this live and unedited with no music, no outtakes. So it might sound a little bit different to our usual style and let us know what you think about that. So as ever, big thank you to our podcast sponsors, Agora Pulse, for their support. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about whether you should be using threads, if it's possible to offer it for your clients, if you even want to, that is and sharing our tips for success on the platform based on our many years of experience on social media. Plus, we're answering your questions too. So, Laura Moore, first thoughts on threads. Go. My first thoughts were, oh no, not another platform I need to create content for. But I think that has pretty rapidly changed, as we'll probably discuss throughout this episode. And right now, I think, what are we, like five days in? Mm-hmm. I would class myself right now as a raving fan. What about you? I am too a raving fan, but my initial first thoughts were not so much, oh no, another platform. It was, oh no, another Twitter. Like I have, I guess a love-hate relationship with Twitter. I used to love it years ago. I was never really actively a big user of Twitter. I did used to do a lot of Twitter stuff for clients, but yeah, over the years, I've massively fallen out of love with it and only use it to air my complaints to airlines and Argos and things so I was a bit like oh my god it's another Twitter and then actually straight away I was like oh my god this is what I used to love about Twitter so it kind of if anything it kind of was a bit nostalgic in many ways it felt like a true social media platform and and the more I thought about it over like the weekend god this is awful as a social media manager but I think I was becoming a little bit bored of like bored of all the platforms. I was bored yeah. of the willy wangers on LinkedIn. I was bored of the perfectly curated life on on Instagram. But I didn't realise it at the time, but I think I was feeling a bit meh. And actually getting on threads and it kind of reignited my love of true social media platforms, like true engagement, true conversation, just chat with anyone, talking about anything. Yeah, so I really, really like that. So yeah, I'm glad it's not a, another Twitter. So let's go down the route then of why do you think Meta have created this? Because you've obviously your first impressions were, oh, it's going to be another Twitter. And now you're thinking, well, it's not another Twitter. Were Meta trying to create another Twitter? Who knows? Obviously, we're not in their minds. But why do you think they created it? Well, who who knows? But I suspect, you know, it looks like there'll be maybe a 
gap in the markets in the rate that Twitter is kind of burning down. But although there are lots of people who are very, very pro Twitter, they're true tweeters at heart mm. and always will be. And will you know, and, and Elon Musk getting his willy out for a dick measuring contest isn't going to stop that, no? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, maybe people will hang around for that. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you could argue is, you know, the downfall of Twitter. But I very much suspect this has been long in the making before oh, Elon yeah. Musk came along. But, you know, I don't know. Obviously, we'll not know that. But I think for that, if, you know, my personal opinion is it's another income revenue, isn't it? It's... They're not yeah. doing it for the fun, are they? It's obviously because they want more, make more money because they haven't yeah. got enough. Yeah, <laughs> it's more more ad placements. As us as ads managers, you know, we're I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the ads. I'm waiting to be able to choose the kind of threads as my placement within ads manager if it if that's how they kind of monetize it. But yeah, it's I think they've just seen a an opportunity for their own growth, and I suspect Elon Musk's management of Twitter has if anything, maybe motivated them. Maybe maybe they've yeah. qu- been quicker to roll it out. I don't know. I don't know. What yeah. do you think? I think also, I think that a lot of it is that, what you've just said. I, th- I think also people are, like last year, there was that, all the negativity wasn't there around, oh, there's too much focus on reels and all of that stuff. Plus people are kind of very vocal about how they hate Facebook. Mm. And maybe this is just giving them, Another opportunity, but another place to be where you're not surrounded by reels. You don't have that pressure of creating them. It's not Facebook where your mum's hanging out all the time. Please do not let my mum come onto threads. Uh, <laughs> and maybe it's just, let's just do something else so that we've got another opportunity where we can pull people in where they don't want to be on Facebook or Instagram. But yeah, like you say, who knows? I, I think it's a good thing and I, I'm into it. Yeah, I, I'm here for it. And I, it's interesting. Like I know lots of people who no that's I don't know lots of people in the <laughs> in small, general <laughs> in the small community of people I do know a lot of people have been jumping ship from social media over the years particularly Instagram particularly people my age they're just like oh, I'm bored of it I'm bored of the perfection you know as a consumer perspective this is not as necessarily as a marketer but at the weekend people are like oh Laura what's threads and they were like oh, I love and they've been not many admittedly but people have been going on there because I think they were a bit bored of it bored of yeah. people spitting out the same shit on each platform and you know it's just refreshing it's something new it's yeah it, it it's just different and I think change it what's the phrase change is as good as change Change is as good, good as, as a, a rest. I've no idea. Change is no a good. Idea. This is why we need to edit. Uh, <laughs> a change is as good as a rest. I, that... I don't. Doesn't matter how many times you say it. I'm still not going to know the saying. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to find that afterwards. Apologies, everybody. But do let me know if you know what phrase Call I'm in, trying viewers. to say. <laughs> but it, let's go with it. If not, let's get it on an Instagram graphic. But a change is as good as a rest. No, no. Let's put it on threads. Oh, yeah. Okay. So hang on. Let's just dial back then. So just in case someone's listening, hasn't come over to the dark side of threads yet, doesn't really know what it is. Let's just dial back and just talk about how is it different to, say, Instagram, Facebook, and more importantly, how is it actually different to Twitter? Like, what is it about? Okay. Well, from a very simple, and this isn't necessarily the long-term intention of it, but because you can't schedule, because it's all very now, isn't it? It's live conversation it's chit chat it's not perfect you can't edit anything it's just people having a conversation about whatever topic obviously my you know my feed is all full of marketing and flying ant chat 
and a bit of cinema chat based on the things that I've been talking about. Obviously, other people will have different conversations happening in theirs, hopefully in, aligned with the kind of things they want to talk about, not like football like you had, Laura, at the weekend. But I think it's it's, it's conversation, isn't it? It's not, yeah, we're it's not very distra- text-heavy. Yeah, very text-heavy. We're not distracted by loads of images and videos. Now, there is images on there. You can ha- have images. You can have videos up to five minutes. So how what it will develop into time will obviously tell, but the at the moment it's very much conversational. It's very much written word, and it's just open conversation. Yeah, everything is public. There's no hidden parts. There's no like private Facebook groups. No. There's no DMs. Literally, whatever you put on threads, everybody could potentially see it. Yeah, which you know it kind of feels like you're going in you're snooping on people's conversations sometimes yeah nice you know get into a bit of the drama (laughs) but it's also like you like you said it's 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 quite quick and dirty isn't it because you can't schedule it it feels like you don't have to think it through too much which I think yeah good and bad and I think for some people that has been a bit of a block like I have seen Mm. conversation like I don't actually know what to say because I think we've come we're coming from an era of where we've we are in a world where people will tell you this is what you should do on Instagram this is what you should do on LinkedIn this is what you should do here this is what you say here this is what you don't say here this is what's perfect for this platform that's what's perfect for that platform and it's all you know so we have whether we've liked it or not we've consumed all this information that has got us to the point that we were on in terms of what content we put out on those platforms whereas there's no one currently and I'm sure it will come there is let's not lie (laughs) okay so but on the whole like no one really knows what we should be doing there will be gurus out there and there will be people going oh well this is what you need to be doing or not doing but the truth of it is no one knows that we just are just seeing what sticks aren't we and just like having true honest conversation the good the good marketers out there who are actually just testing and refining and so no one knows what you can or can't get away with so but I do understand that I think we've come from a we're coming from platforms where there's a lot of opinion on the right and wrong things to do and we're going into a, a new platform which is in my opinion quite refreshing where there is no rules at the moment there is no kind of this is what works best this is what doesn't work best so you've got no guidance, you've got no boundaries. And for some people, they might find that quite difficult. Because if you if you tell someone you can say anything, of course, you just shut up, don't you? Because you, yeah. everything is too broad. It's the, well, what do you mean anything? Yeah. Um, so And weirdly, because you can, because currently, like, people are not really ramming those rules down your throat, and you could theoretically say anything you like, you would think that it would quickly turn into the dark side of Twitter, but so far, and we are only five days in, it does seem a much kinder and fairer place than Twitter. I've seen way less people, you know, going in on people. There's way less negativity. It just feels like a much nicer place. And maybe that's because we get to see everything. I don't know. But it could also be because there is no hashtag. Like you can't click on a hashtag and go and find more people talking about that thing. There's no trending topics. There's 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 no way to easily find those conversations. Now, if that changes this may change yeah and you know all platforms end up being a bit negative and stuff don't they so I'm not going to hold my breath that it's going to stay like that but right now it feels like a happy positive place to be it's a bit more you're a bit more protected aren't you because you can Mm. kind of say what you want to say but really the only people who are going to see that are the people who follow you 
and potentially some of their followers. Now, obviously, if everyone starts getting involved in the conversation, then that grows. And that's obviously how the reach of these posts will grow over time. You know, like how Facebook used to be in the good old days that you used to be able to get involved in anybody's conversation because you would see your friends commenting on other people's stuff. So, but in many respects, you are protected because people can't like search. You can't search social media tips. Uh, right. So there's n- there's none of that. So if, pe- if there's people who are like on Twitter and who go and follow certain hashtags because they want to go and have their opinions and they want to go and be horrible to people and leave horrible messages, it's very difficult for them to be able to do that because they can't find that stuff as easily, which at the moment I think is making it a really nice place. You know, God, yeah, it's just whether you happen to fall upon a conversation in your newsfeed right now. Yeah as to whether or not you can get in, involved in it. I did I did see good old Adam in his cardigan from Instagram. Com- somebody had asked about hashtags and whether hashtags would be coming to threads. And he had replied back saying something along the lines that it's something they're looking at, but it takes a lot of engineering, but also a lot of um, like people looking after the hashtags to make sure it doesn't turn into a negative space yeah. in order for them to be useful. So I currently don't think they're going to be here anytime soon. No, I think... Yeah, I think they're more likely to just, if if they do at all, they're more likely to work on their kind of SEO content searches. Yeah. So it's not yeah. down to hashtags. It's down to just the keywords that you're using in your post. They may not do that at all. Maybe they'll keep it the, this way. But certainly for me, I have found that the lack of search quite difficult to... Yeah, I found the algorithm doesn't seem to learn very quickly. No. I, like my feed... Well, on our account, our feed is just really, it seems really random. And I have muted so many accounts, particularly over the weekend, there was tons of football accounts and I've muted so many thinking that if the algorithm's learning, then I will see less of those, but I'm not, I'm still seeing tons of those sorts of types of accounts. So I would hope that that would start to improve soon as well. Yeah, you'd hope so. I think we do need to give people a warning with threads though. If you haven't been on there yet, (laughs) then you will not know this. If you're a TikTok user, if you've ever opened TikTok, and this is why TikTok is not on my home screen on my phone, when you open TikTok, it's like this massive rabbit hole, isn't it? It's this time suck that you cannot get off of it. In my opinion, I think Threads is worse. Do you agree mm. with that? I don't know. You know, don't get me wrong. I have lost a lot of time, mm. but I'm I like consuming short form video. I think I find it easier to consume because I can't be asked to read. So. <laughs> I, I'm on the fence with that. You know, my weekend, I've lost time to TikTok and threads. I think both. So basically, if you have no time, don't go on TikTok or threads. <laughs> or threads. <laughs> You'll be screwed. I think, to be fair, I think, yeah, I have lost a lot of time on there. But I think it's harder because of what we've talked about. It's harder to kind of go down rabbit holes yeah, yeah. currently on threads. And because the algorithm because... just isn't quite as quick at the moment. It's yeah, random content. Because people are on it so much you can refresh every two minutes and there'll be something new to see. Yeah. Uh, because, it, yeah, people are posting much more quickly. But it is refre- it's definitely refreshing from a consuming perspective and also mm. from a marketing perspective. I, I am, like, here for it. And I yeah. and I don't think I realised it at the time, but I think I was really ready for this. I was ready for yeah. something new. And whether, it, you know, whether that, that opinion stays, who knows. But that's currently how I'm feeling. Yeah. So while we were preparing for this episode yesterday, we asked you what questions you had for us. So should we dive straight into those? Yeah. Right. So the first question was from Jackie Patton and she asked, how can you find your ideal clients on threads? 
well with with difficulty <laughs> uh, <laughs> mainly down obviously if you if you if you know particular people then you can obviously just go and search for them or we can you know you can have it head over to instagram if you've already kind of got a bit of a hit list you can obviously find them that way because you know their name because at the moment you can only search as we've mentioned we can you can only search for accounts for people you can't search for content so I'd still very much heavily lean into Instagram to kind of find your people and then go and see if they're on threads as well and also go and think who who are my potential audience who are they kind of following who's influential to them maybe I need to go and follow those people, go and see if my people are commenting on their content and you can kind of find them that way or maybe find new people that way, you know. So if there are, you know, if you're looking for businesses who are farmers, is another great example, who is, you know, maybe it's NF, NF new, NFU Mutual, the, aren't they the insurance people for farmers? I have no clue. <laughs> you can go and find you're them. on fire today to say <laughs> you can go and find any of you mutuals insurance people who are insurance people for farmers i'm pretty sure you can go and see their thread account and go and find people who are commenting on there and get involved in those conversations so it's not easy but it's not impossible would you agree? I can just picture everyone now pausing the podcast, going to Google and searching for NFU Mutual just to check whether that is actually what they do. <laughs> I'll be doing that I'm after not, we finish recording. I'm confident. I'm confident. Okay. Right. Susanna Hemming asked us, I keep wondering how social media managers can represent clients on here, given that it's such a personality driven platform. And I think this is a really good question because I think this is something that's probably on a lot of people's minds but I feel like we can really easily kind of get you over that hurdle because it's going to be the same for every platform would you agree that yeah yeah because you've got to remember like Wendy's for example the which are nailing it on all social media platform Wendy's thread account isn't being managed by Wendy is it (laughs) so (laughs) so you know, there she's are not sitting there flipping her burgers, scrolling <laughs> through threads. My my whole you've you've ruined my day. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, there are already social media managers who are nailing it on threads, mm. and it comes down to knowing your brand voice a hundred percent. Yeah, and that's no different on threads than it is anywhere else. To be a good social media manager, you need to know the brand voice of the client, whatever platform you're on. But obviously, there's a there's more content going out on threads. Well, currently, who knows how that will change? And there's no scheduler, and it's much quicker. So it's much quicker to kind of have those conversations. So if you're going to be doing this for clients, your client has to have a lot of trust in you. You need to have that a really good relationship with them. Yeah, you can't. You need to. I was going to say you can't have a client who need, wants to approve everything because no. it just won't work. They need to give you the trust to be able to just say, you know what, go go see what happens. Yeah, and because at the end of the day, no one knows what's going to happen. No, there's no you know way of knowing what at the moment is a huge success or not. It's just a case of like lots of people just seeing what works and what doesn't work. But that comes down to having a good relationship and trust and not bullshitting them not making false promises you know oh I can go on threads and make you a six-figure business because <laughs> no one no one knows whether we're going to be able to do that yeah and I thought think the most important thing 
probably not the most important thing, but a very important thing you need to bear in mind is just make sure you're logged into the right account. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We've already seen some people not being logged into the right account. So just make sure that's, that's top of your mind. Yeah. And same when you're sharing content from threads to back to Instagram, because obviously you can yeah. share them to stories and stuff. Make sure on Instagram you are logged into the right account. Um, so you're sharing them to the right places. <laughs> Suzanne also asked, how social media managers can actually charge for threads because she said it feels like a massive time suck right now and I think it is a massive time suck right now I've already said I've lost a lot of time (laughs) but is that because it's new or is that because it is a time suck we don't know that yet um and that might change so if we think of it in the same vein as Twitter then possibly we'll need a lot of content but it can definitely be managed. You can't, like you already said earlier, you can't currently schedule content on threads, which I think is a good thing. I think that's what's making it so engaging mm. because people aren't thinking through what they're saying so quick, so much and people are kind of putting much less thought in. It's much less polished. So if you are looking after it for clients, you will need to be able to post in real time because you can't schedule it. But that doesn't mean that you need to be on threads all the time. It means you need to kind of be very strict with yourself as to when you're on it and when you're not. And it needs to, means you need to have a strategy. You need to come up with a plan. You need to start testing. This is all the stuff that you would do on any other platform. Yeah. And then that's what you need to be figuring out what you're going to charge for. If you don't want to be checking your notifications and engaging on threads 24-7, don't do it. But make sure that the client understands what happens when you're not doing it yeah, and what I they don't... need to do. I don't think, I think some people feel like we've got to have the answers to everything. And yes, you know, don't get me wrong, social media managers, in, if, you, if you're interested in threads or you think your clients will be or if you think it's something that you want to be able to talk about and offer in the future, then yes, we're, we're all going to have to learn quickly, more so than just a consumer. Though all they need to learn is how to reply or like how to find stuff. They don't need to know the level of detail that a, a social media marketer does. But I think, you know, you you can't clients can't expect you to know everything and you shouldn't feel like you know everything about this new platform but what is really important is just having open and honest conversations like I've said to my clients oh threads is here it's a new platform they've both passed comment on you know Mark Zuckerberg making his millions but or billions but I've not we've not even ventured into kind of conversations yet and I'm not prepared to venture into conversations because I'm kind of just figuring it out myself. And, you know, there's no pressure from my clients at all. I don't think they'd have even known about it maybe if I hadn't even mentioned it. But if they were to ask me questions, I'd just give them honest answers. And the honest answers may be, I don't know. I don't know how this will work. And so I think it comes back to your relationship with your client and just being open and honest. And if they want to give it a go and you're happy to give it a go, because obviously you don't have to, if you're happy to give it a go, just say to them, you know, let's just touch base every now and again. I'll keep I'll keep you posted as things change, whether I feel like it's working. But, you know, there are no there's no real hard and fast ways to know what's working and what's not working at the moment. It's so it, if you've got a good trusting relationship with your client and, you know, you say to your client, look, this is working, but I'm spending a hell of a lot of time on this account. Do you want to be p- covering this from a cost perspective or do we need to? take it back or do you want me to train you on what you should be doing you know there are just lots of opportunities but don't Mm. feel like you've got to be pressured into giving any 
hard and fast answer because nobody knows them yet. Yeah, and you don't have to take on threads, if, even if your client wants to be on it. It doesn't have to be you that's looking after it. No. And 100% do not do that for free, regardless whether, no. you know, it, it is a time suck and it's another platform and it's another service. You can't just repurpose your content or just, you know, repost your, your content that's on another platform. It doesn't work yeah. that way. And at the end of the day, at the moment, the audience is the same audience that's on Instagram. Mm. So if you're doing all right on Instagram, then you know, just stick with that for the time being. Maybe you as a marketer, as a freelancer, then obviously you can keep dipping your toes in, but it doesn't mean you've got to suddenly jump in with all of your clients saying, yeah. get on here, get on here. Because some of them, it might not be right to have that quick response. It might, you know, just might not work like that, you know. So don't feel like you've got to do it. And it's not going to be right for all businesses and all brands, just like Twitter isn't right for all businesses and all brands. You know, at the moment, I can't see threads working particularly well for local businesses because how do you kind of just filter out the conversations with the other local, but you know, it's, yeah, you know, I feel like it would be very different difficult currently as it stands and this is just my opinion for local businesses so I if I had a local business I wouldn't be saying you should be on threads I'd maybe say create your account get it ready maybe watch what's happening but that would be it yeah yeah because it's like if if a if you need to narrow down your audience that way or they need to be able to find you in a specific way like by location yeah it's not going to be great no I would agree Right, question from Katie Spread. I can't say it, Spreadbury. Sorry, Katie, totally nailed that one. She said, it's all very well having conversations, but can we use it to bring people into our email lists, Facebook groups, etc.? If not, is there a business point to threads? Yes, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) There is. And again, like we've obviously just touched on this, it potentially isn't going to be right for every business. But... We decided to test this at the weekend, didn't we? Well, Laura, you you discussed this because it was more you. So, okay, so I saw this question come in on threads and immediately thought, well, let's test it. So as soon as we saw this question, we went and grabbed one of our lead magnets and we put it on threads to see whether the people who were following us would actually, you know, sign up to something via threads. So if you are following us on there, you might have seen us sharing our brand new scorecard on there. And the good news is you absolutely can get people to leave the platform and sign up for a freebie. You absolutely can. It's easy. Just as easy as it is on other platforms, e.g. it's not that easy, which means that (laughs) you will probably be able to get them to buy from you. We haven't tested that yet. You will probably be able to get them to join a Facebook group. And we haven't tested that yet either. But, and this is quite a big but, right now most of your followers are probably already following you on Instagram. That doesn't mean that they're already on your list but it might mean that they've already seen your lead magnet and they didn't want it. They weren't interested in it. So you might want to test something new or you might want to reframe it in kind of like a different way to get, you know, to get them to sign up for it. And also just, it's never a bad thing to get existing subscribers to re-engage with your emails by offering them something different. So even though they are already on your Instagram and they might, a large majority of them might be on your list, there's no harm in giving them something else to kind of re-engage them and give them a quick win and, you know, remind them how much you can help them. So in essence, yes, Katie, you absolutely can use it for business and you absolutely should, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think just on that note as well, since I've been on Threads, 
I have seen so many different accounts that I had even forgotten were on Instagram. Yes. Like I, I used to chat with loads of them and it's, it's a bit like someone described it as like friends reunited because <laughs> suddenly I was seeing these businesses in my feed or they were engaging with me and I was like, oh my God, how are you? Like long time no speak. And some people have been DMing me on Instagram after years of not having any contact. So, you know, yes, I think it might be right to, to test a new offer, test a new lead magnet, whatever it may be, because they may have already seen it before, but actually they may not have seen it. If they've not mm. been seeing your content for a while because of the way the algorithms are on Instagram, then actually you never know. You may have people who've been following you for years, kind of forgotten about you, no offense, <laughs> and then <laughs> they see your lead magnet that they didn't even know existed and have come back and or seen a new offer or seen a new product, whatever that may yeah. be. So definitely test it. Like I know we people mock us because it's the answer to most questions. It's well, just test it and see. This is prime time to just be testing, see what works, see what doesn't work, and just make sure you're tracking things as best as you can, so you can then make informative decisions as to what is or isn't working. But we've certainly been generating. We've had lots of people kind of re-engage with us on our email over the weekend, and we've got some brand new leads as well, which is really exciting. And the interesting thing is. Like it did, this didn't just work. It worked really well. It, we had as many leads from threads on Sunday as we had from ads, yeah. which we were paying for. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean that that would continue. And that doesn't mean that's always going to be the case for everybody, but it's just really interesting to just note that so that you know that it is possible. Yeah. A hundred percent. So let's kind of discuss <laughs> how can we as social media marketers be successful on threads okay I just want to put this out there first of all no one actually knows the answer to this yet so if somebody is telling you this is how you do it then probably just kind of you know stick a red flag in the sand <laughs> but what we can do is we can share tips that will put you in a really good position for success on there which are based on our far too many to kind of admit to years of experience <laughs> on different platforms because these things would work everywhere. So what we're going to talk about are going to be things that you can do moving forwards, but it's also kind of giving you a little sneak peek as to what we are currently doing. So one of the things that Laura did kind of just allude to just now is that currently there's no insights, there's no analytics on threads, so we can't make data-informed decisions as to what's happening. But you can still see whether it's working for you from like a traffic perspective. And we all need traffic on our websites to generate business, no matter whether it's for our own social media business or whether it's for our clients. We need traffic on the, on the website. So in order to figure out whether that's happening from threads, you're either going to need to use UTMs or unique links when you're sharing links to your website, to your blogs, all of that stuff. So we have already put up a unique link in our bio on threads, which is basically me pressing copy on our Instagram menu, giving it a different slug on the end of the URL so no one from the outside would even know. It's just that the link is different and then we can see you know, how much traffic we get on that link. And then you're going to need to use Laura's absolute favorite tool, <laughs> Google Analytics. And that will then obviously tell you if you are driving any traffic to your site from threads. And in the long term, this is really important to do because this is how you're going to determine whether Threads is a good place to put your time and your energy in comparison 
to channels like Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever you were already hanging out, right? I don't think there's any harm in saying to people, like, I'm testing this, I'm testing, like, mm. you, Laura, at the weekend or Friday, was I can't remember, put a thread, a post, <laughs> what we're calling it, a out, something, you wrote something and press post and said, please, can you let me know when you see this, what time and which country you're in? So we could start to see the kind of longevity of a post. And loads, loads of people are doing that. Loads of people, because everyone wants to help everybody learn. The quicker that we all learn how these platforms work as a kind of collective, as a group, the better it is for all of us. So don't be afraid to test different things and just kind of say, look, guys, I'm testing this. How how does this work? How does that work? You know, we've already seen, for example, shareable content on threads. It's really, really important what you're saying in those first few lines, because when you share a thread, that is what's seen not mm. anything else further down so if you want yeah. that that post thread to go viral or to be shared multiple times the shareable part has to be in that very opening few few lines because it won't get shared more than once kind of thing and also that those very first few lines you want to make sure they're not telling the, the wrong story yeah that makes yeah, sense yeah. so that yeah yeah, it's got to have the, con- you've got the context. Every Those first three lines mm. are going to be really important for everyone as it stands at the moment. Obviously, as we know, things like this can change quite quickly. You know, like I've already seen lots of people just linking to their Instagram posts going, did you see this on Instagram? And it's just, and I've seen straight away that they're tanking. They're not getting any engagement, really. Although we're saying they're tanking, people may have clicked the link. We don't know, do we? Well, no, but they're not getting any engagement, that's for sure. So, no. And that's at all at the moment, that's all we've got to go on. And bearing in mind, most people are coming from Instagram anyway. The chances are that they have seen it and just didn't want to engage with it on there. So it doesn't mean they're going to engage with it on threads. So, you know, repurposing, fine. But just my point being, it's, and I know we've said it, but just you're testing and it's okay to test. It's okay for things not to work. It's okay for things to go bonkers and then learn from that. And that's, to be, to be fair, that's how we should be approaching all platforms at all the time, but more so than ever here now. And it's my point is it's okay to test. It's okay to say to people, I'm testing this. Can you help me? What's your thoughts on this? What did you see like we did? When did you see it? You know, these questions are all good to ask. Yeah, definitely. I think as well, next thing to think about in terms of like success on threads is what do you actually want it to do for you? And this is a question you'd be thinking about for every platform. What do you want to achieve from that platform? So right now, everyone's kind of just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. <laughs> but even if you're doing that, you still need to think about that overall objective. What is it you actually want to achieve on that platform? And it doesn't look like very many people are doing that right now from an outsider's perspective. But do you actually want it to be a business channel for you? Like it's already linked to your Instagram. So If your Instagram is a business channel and you're linked to threads, would it seem weird if a prospective client finds you on Instagram, checks you on threads and sees something totally different, totally random content? Just talking about the football scores at the weekend. Yeah. Would that seem weird? If you think that would seem weird, maybe you need to just dial back and think about what actually do I want to be putting on threads? And if you do want to be using it for a business, what is your, or for your clients, if they want to use it for business, what is the overall objective in terms of that business? Is it that you want to drive leads? Is it you want to drive sales? Is it for more brand awareness? Is it for customer service? What actually is going to be, and currently probably a lot of those aren't really relevant, like you probably couldn't really do customer services on there right now, but but what is it 
that you want to be the objective for now. I think that's really important. If you don't think about that, then it's going to be really, that's that's how, where everything starts, isn't it? To decide what, are, what you're going to talk about on any platform. Yeah. I was going to say that just should be front of mind all the time and it, yeah. that shouldn't be new to you. But I think if no. that, if you're struggling as to what to post or, or what to say, then have that in the back of your mind. And that yeah. doesn't mean to say that if your objective is, for example, to get leads and everything you post has got to be about generating a, a lead. We all know that that's not necessarily going to work like that, but you know, you need to understand what is your underlying point of being on there because yeah. there's no point, you know, trying to just talk about what you're doing in your own time all the yeah. time if you're then going to also expect to get leads at some point, for example. Yeah, because it's it's if it is leads, for example, the number of leads, that's what's going to tell you whether or not it's working. Because if you if your overall objective is you want leads, but all you're doing is talking about the football and you're not getting any leads, then that platform is not working for you. Mm. So you need to have that objective in mind so you know whether or not it's worth spending that that time and effort on there. So should we talk about content then? What kind of content should people be putting on threads in a like an overall kind of way maybe? Yeah, let's go. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I think it goes back to what you want to achieve in terms of like your overall goal, but from a post point of view or a thread point of view, let's break it down into three objectives. So you might want to get new followers. You might want to get engagement. You might want to get conversions as in getting people off of the platform. So should we start in that sort of respect? So I'm going to start you off with your favorite topic, shareable content, because that's what we always say is like the key key to reaching new people on any flat platform. I see no reason why that w- would be different on threads it's so easy to share yeah well I think currently if your shareable content is a great way and possibly one of your only ways to be found because of how that you can't search for people there's no hashtags there's mm. none of this you know so if you get loads of people in your followers to be sharing your content then obviously that's going to help you with your growth and whether that be follower growth or engagement what have you or potentially conversions depending on what what you've said in your in your post so I think shareable content can work really well and should, if anything, it should be really, it should be one of the easiest platforms because it's so easy to just press that share button. You're not having to put it on stories with a few gifts or anything like that. It's just a nice share. You can just like on Twitter. You can just, I was going to say retweet it. You don't do your, you're sharing it or you're sharing it with a quote. You're sharing are, are you it with re-threading your thoughts. it? I don't, I don't know, like a needle. We we don't know the terminology. We're showing our no. age. <laughs> Clearly not. Well, our age of five day old platform. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> so, okay. So shareable content queen, what kind of content do you, th- are you seeing being shared currently on threads? And obviously this may change. Well, I think it's like any, it's going to be like any platform. Everything I've seen has just reinforced everything that I always see on any platform. It's things that essentially spark an emotional reaction isn't it so it's either and not unlike what I've been seeing is certainly down that humor that funny emotion that making me laugh that I've, I've really laughed this weekend on threads like really laughs and there's been some very funny kind of memes out there but also the things that I've seen that have got a lot of engagement is not well yeah it's controversial it's it's something that's going to make people have an opinion. It's going to want people to say what they want to say. And, you know, it's someone who will say, well, I thought Twitter was shit anyway. And then loads of people go, oh, well, no, I really Twitter. And like people want to have their 
they want to have their say they want to get their opinions across and so anything that sparks an emotional reaction but definitely things like memes also at the moment particularly around the platform like how to like how to do this how to you know did you like our well we did it as a reel initially how to actually write a thread on threads that kind of thing is really useful because people don't know it and remember and we talk about this a lot the basics often work well we on any platform the basics about any kind of social media marketing in particular there's always people who don't aren't going to know anything so those people like people like to share that look everybody this was really useful this was really good so anything that people might think by sharing to their audience it positions them well because look guys I'm the one who's sharing how to do this yeah but definitely kind of emotional reactions would be my go-to for any social media platform and that that goes across the board not just threads Okay, so that's shares in order to get your followers up. What about engagement? What do you think in terms of starting conversations? I think if you can start a conversation on one social media platform, you can start one anywhere. Well, depending on obviously who is your audience, what do they want to talk about? Yeah, like I, I don't, again, I don't think this should be particularly difficult because we should be doing this on all platforms. But it's, you know, mm. you've just got to ask the questions, know your audience. Yeah. Ask the questions or or make the statement that you know your audience are going to respond to. Or, you know, it's like when we put the, I keep saying tweeted, when we threaded that Chris Hemsworth was on. And obviously, yeah. as you know, if anyone in the, is already in our world, you know that we love a bit of, <laughs> bit of, bit of Chris. Give us a bit of Chris any day. <laughs> So when he was came on to threads, we were like, he's here, he's here. And people re- responded to that because we know our audience, well, some of our audience, we they know we all like a bit of Chris and they like a bit of Chris too. So, you know, it, it's just about knowing your audience, asking questions, saying the things that you think might get a response. But I think also with this, is I think this is where people can get a bit of a block. It's, well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So just do it. And if no one replies, it doesn't matter. It's gone. Yeah. Try something yeah. else a couple of hours later. Like Laura and I will go through, you'll, if you look at our threads, we'll have hours where we don't post anything. And then within half an hour, we threaded like 10 times because we just keep <laughs> putting different things out. And normally that's because there's two of us going, oh, well, I'm going to say this. And Laura, that's this, Laura will say something else. And, and because there's no, there's no right or wrong at the moment. And some things of ours has got had a you know, nice bit of engagement others haven't and that's fine because we're all still learning so don't be like I don't know what people want me to ask I don't know what people want me to say or what conversations to start just start somewhere and you'll learn from the responses yeah and all but also on in that vein if you don't know there's probably some work to do in terms of getting to know your audience so you probably do need to put a bit of time aside at some point to do some audience research so definitely make sure that's on your radar just go and see what they're talking about who is your target audience? Like go and go and maybe some of your current clients or clients that you've worked with before. Just go and see what they're talking about on threads. Go and see what who they're already engaging with. You can look at what people have threaded and you can see what they've re- replied to. So you can you can go and see who are they already engaging with. Like I have found that fascinating. And <laughs> go and see who are they already replying to? What are they saying? And that's gonna help you picture create this picture of your audience that is obviously ever changing, ever growing. And you know, a new platform always throws a bit of a curveball into getting to know people. But just go like look and 
like, be a stalker is what you're saying well, well yeah but then I didn't I didn't want to use that word but yeah <laughs> that's exactly what okay, I mean before we move on from this though I want to make a point that threads right now is a very very busy platform there is a lot mm. of content and I personally and you may be seeing something different something different I very much doubt you are but I'm personally seeing that short posts do better than long-form content the reason Hallelujah. I don't think you will be seeing <laughs> This is why I think you'll be seeing the same because I know you hate long form content. Well, I put out a thread saying just to confirm I have I also don't like because I thought maybe I maybe I will like long form on thread. Maybe I'll just be sucked in. But I don't like I still as people who know me will know that I don't like having to read a lot. You've got to be such a good writer to keep me engaged. I'll get a paragraph in and I'm like, oh, just jump to the end, see what the call to action is. So I don't like the last page of a book first. Sometimes. So, yeah, no, I definitely don't like a lot of copy. And it's not just like my my thread wasn't just about necessarily the length of the copy. It's like when people have now, I think people, thanks to our reel, have cottoned onto the thread thing. So then they have chunky paragraph on the first part, then a next thread of the thread. Yeah. A chunky paragraph. And then another chunky. Space it out, man. Give me a reason to keep on reading. Give me, make this easy for me to read. Make it like succinct. Like you've always said to me, because I'm not a good copywriter like you are. And it's like you'll always say, if you had to spend a pound on every word you wrote, which words would you remove? So you didn't have to spend as much money. And it's so true. And I often think that, thinking, oh, I'm waffling away. Let's take out 20 million words, save myself like lots of money. If you think of every word as a pound, it makes you realize how how tight you are. Yeah, Um, how many words you're using that are not necessary. I, I did When I did a copywriting course, beginning of last year, I think it was, one of the things that they were talking about with when it comes to long copy, and this works the same on threads, even though it might be like shorter kind of blocked out copy, we all like really focus on the hook at the beginning of our copy, right? Because we want people to read it. But they said your whole copy should be a hook. So you read a hook, you want to read the next bit, then that bit makes you want to need the next bit. And yeah. so there should be just hooks pulling you through and through and through. And I think if you saw long copy that was written like that, you probably would read it all. It's just that most long copy is written badly. Doesn't mean that you can't do it well on threads. You, it just takes work. And right now, none of us have got time for that. So let's just keep it short and dirty. Love it. <laughs> okay, so we've done audience growing content. We've done engagement content, conversion content. Yeah. So if you're a social media marketer using social media for business, then you need to be getting conversions, don't you? So let's not shy away from that. That content still needs to exist. It still needs to be part of your strategy. And so 100% people should be thinking, how can I use this to help me grow my email list? So if you're after kind of leads maybe, or how is it that you can use this platform to sell your product or service? So, you know, we've already tested it for leads and driving traffic and it's kind of kind of working we've got obviously not gotten much data in terms of being able to kind of benchmark it but it's it's okay we've been getting more traffic than we have linkedin <laughs> that's not hard <laughs> no. um, yeah so it absolutely you know it absolutely can work and you know we're proof of that we've managed to generate some leads and obviously we've really only been testing it from the purposes of being able to talk about something on this podcast and that was probably and as- we've only actually tested one post with yeah. one 
yeah one, one sign up page so from a kind of strategic perspective it was more for the benefit of having com- content for this to be able to give you an answer as to whether yeah. it is even possible as opposed to that was our kind of strategy specifically for that platform but you know in answer to anyone's worrying or am I actually going to be able to generate leads am I going to be able to grow my email list or am I going to be able to get sales obviously we can't confirm yet on sales because we haven't put we haven't tried to sell anything on there but we can certainly get people off of our off of threads and onto our website to do something and that's Mm. that is good for now and that's you know hopefully that will continue if not get better yeah but as with everywhere no matter what platform you're on you do need like a sales strategy if you want this to work and there's way too much for us to talk about with regards to conversion driving content on this episode this podcast that's why there's two whole modules about sales driving content in social proof our psychology driven social media marketing program which is by the way where we teach you how to get better results from your content on any platform if you want to find out about that by the way go to the twolawyers.com forward slash social proof we'll put that link in the show notes you can get all that the details about that there we've also talked about selling on social media before in the podcast so go back to episode 26 Mm. which was how to sell on social media and you can, yeah, we dive into a lot about how you can actually get sales and get people off of the platform to go and buy on a website in that episode too. Okay, so let's just quickly, so we can kind of wrap this bad boy up, let's just answer a couple of quick final questions. So do we think it's here to stay? Thread size. Can we talk about threads? God, I didn't even realise, Laura. <laughs> yes, I'm going to give a crystal ball out. It's designed by Mark Zuckerberg. No, I don't have a crystal ball, but my feeling is it's created and owned by Meta. It's Mm. in their best interest to make it work. And unlike some of the other kind of fly-by-night platforms like Clubhouse or Vero, who remembers Vero, um, all of the other... Well, however you say it, see, that's what I mean. No one even knows the name of it. And like even that recent one, Lemon something, Lemonade. Lemonade, Lemonade. Lemonade. None of those, they weren't created by a massive organization like Meta. They didn't have the money behind them. But also, so like Meta's got massive spending power. They have already thrown a lot at at this to get us to go and use it and to create it and, you know, put the hype around it. So that's one reason why I think it's going to stick around. But the second reason is because it's a proven format. It's basically a copy and paste of Twitter minus a few things. Twitter's been around since 2006, I think. Just plucking numbers out of thin air here. <laughs> a long time. Um, <laughs> it's been around a really long time. And and it works. So theoretically, this should work. If it was anyone else who had created it, probably it wouldn't stick around. But because it's created by somebody who's already got users, who's bringing them into that platform, and who's got money to make us want to do it, like we're going to see this on the TV and ads and all of that stuff, I think it will stick around. And I think they've got they've got reputation, haven't they? And I know that the word reputation and meta doesn't necessarily conjure up a positive thought in people's minds. But at the end of the day, from in terms of that, they know how to do a social media exactly. Yeah, and for all their faults, they've obviously made it work very well in the past. So Mm. I think it will be here to stay, mainly because of how currently it's very interlinked with Instagram, which is obviously a very successful platform in its own right. So yeah, I'd imagine it's still, it, you know, who knows? People may throw this podcast back in our face in six months' time again. <laughs> you said on that podcast, you thought it was going to stay. And here, I'll own it. Like, I kind of think yeah. that it will. But obviously, I'm happy to kind of eat my words whenever it dies of death. <laughs> if <laughs> Okay, so 
just like with that in mind then should social media managers be using threads or offering it to clients yes but only if you want to yeah I don't think you have to like we always say you don't have to be everywhere and threads is just another place to be really so you don't have to spend time on a platform that you don't want to spend time on and if you want to build a business that you love to work in but you don't enjoy threads don't be on it you don't have to offer a service that you don't enjoy doing but and we have seen this with our own members early adopters of platforms always seem to do well so if you have looked at those people who have done amazingly on TikTok because they jumped on it on day dot or did brilliantly with reels because they just went all in when they first came out and you've thought, oh, I wish I'd have done that, then probably you should be on threads. Likewise, if you're one of those people who opens up a new platform and just gets so overwhelmed because it's so new new to you and there's so many different features that you have to learn, now is the time to get on threads because it doesn't have all of that. And now is a great time to start learning all of those things as they kind of roll out. Can you imagine being a brand new person opening up Facebook right now and having to get to grips with all of that, it would be horrendous. So I'm really glad that I was on that right at the very, you know, yeah, kind same. of the beginning of in its infancy. There's no way I could take it on now. And threads, it will change. So now's yeah. a good time to get into it, I think. Yeah. And I just think just to kind of as a final point, even if you want to do it, if your clients can't afford to pay for you to do it, then don't do it for free. Like we have touched on this already. This is a whole new platform, a whole new strategy. It's, you know, potentially going to take up a lot of your time, especially because there's no scheduling. You need to price accordingly. Don't just say to your clients, oh, well, you know, it's started. let's just try it out. I don't mind just having a bit play around. Don't like start as you no. mean to go on. And if your clients haven't got budget for that, then that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Just don't do it for them. And that's, mm. that's the end of that. You know, there's a new platform is a you know lots there's lots of memes going around social media at the moment you know like about poor social media managers having to do do all this I don't see it as poor social media managers yes no, it's obviously been a lot it's to an take opportunity. in yeah it's a huge opportunity for social media managers to add some more income it's you know it's a it's great but you've got to be paid for it to make it great for your business so yeah make sure you're charging don't be doing freebies people will come to expect freebies all the time so if you want to do it as free do it on your own account that's how you're that's how we're learning that's how I'm learning but I certainly won't be learning on my clients accounts no definitely and that goes for any channel so there we go that's threads then five days in I'm hoping for more I think you're hoping for more are you hoping yeah. for more? perfect So we would love to know what you think of it as a platform, whether you're going to be going all in, whether you're going to be avoiding it completely, whether we've made you want to go and look at it or we've put you off entirely. So don't forget to drop into our community, the Social Media Managers Hub on Facebook. Come and ask all your questions. We'll be hanging out in there. And we will be back with our usual scheduled episode (laughs) of JFDI with the two Lauras on Tuesday. So we'll see you then. See you then. Ta-ra. Ta-ra.